Hey guys, welcome back to NASCAR series. Of course, I'm your host, Michael. Let's get right started. How about Cole Pern? We're going to start off right and early with Cole Pern breaking down the bubble watch at Daytona. You better keep your ears open. Let's drop Daytona. Daytona. I know how you feel about being atop the pit box for a crazy race like Daytona, but now add the fact that it's the regular season finale. It's the cutoff for the NASCAR playoffs. How insane is Daytona going to be? Yeah, I hope they just take that whole uh, where they run at playoff position thing and not even show it because it'll be, uh, you know, you might have a seizure watching that, how much it's going to change. So, yeah, I think uh, I, I am happy to not be on the bubble and be involved in that because that's just going to be a gut-wrenching time because, you know, again, it's the, you know, do you race your stage points? Do you not? Do you, do you ride? Do you just try and finish? You know, what's the what's the right strategy? I think you got to make sure you're there at the end. I think that's the biggest uh, the biggest thing that you got to worry about. But if you can knock out some stage points and, and give yourself some cushion, then that's going uh, to be huge as well. On the box for those drivers, let's look at Matt Benedetto, Jimmy Johnson, and William Byron. As a crew chief and as a driver, how much attention are you paying throughout the race to the other two guys that you're trying to beat to get into the playoffs? Oh, absolutely. I think at the end of the day, they can say whatever, but you know, I think we've seen in years past where if you don't focus on those guys, then then you can make end up making a, a dumb situation, you know, a dumb strategy call or something like that. But at the end, they, that's who you're racing. That's all that matters. You got to beat those guys, and, and if you do, you're in. So I think uh, I hope those guys take a clear focus from that standpoint, because really, at the end of the day, that's who you are racing. How much are you relying on your teammates, the 88 and the nine, to help you out if you're the 48 and the 24? Uh, I mean, maybe yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. You know, I think uh, it's got to be interesting times at HMS right now with uh, you know the two guys right on the bubble uh, being teammates. I don't think we see that too often. So. Um, I don't know. It'll be uh, both those guys. You know, really, you know, the nine typically does well well on the speedways. It's hit or miss for the for the rest of them. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting how it plays out. All right, Cole. I appreciate you breaking it down for us. Get ready for Daytona. It's a regular season finale. Glad to have you back. Enjoy two weeks uh, on the couch quarantine. Thanks. Boy, well, yeah. well, no, we're not at the end yet, are we? You know, you're. The bubble taking center stage at Daytona. So that's right. Final race of the regular season. Give everyone something to look up to. Definitely say that Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin 
will more than likely be racing at Phoenix Kevin Harvick, locking up those 15 extra bonus points he can carry into each round of the playoffs. going to be huge for him. Um, so no surprises coming out of Dover uh, other than that playoff picture tightening up a little bit. Yeah, well, you mentioned that playoff picture. We had three drivers who also clinched their berth into the playoffs, which was Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, and Eric Amarola. They are safe. They do not have to worry about what Daytona has in store. But the three guys that we're going to be keeping our eyes on for Daytona have to be William Byron, Jimmy Johnson, and Matt Benedetto there at that bubble. Yeah, and look, William Byron, he's a glass-half-full guy after that interview at, at Dover. He was like, I'm not racing Jimmy. We're both racing to Benedetto. So I think it'll be interesting. I definitely think that the manufacturer war will play a role when we get to Daytona. Um, if those Chevys can get lined up and hang one of those Fords out to dry, especially if it's to Benedetto, um, I think there is a pretty good shot that Hendrick can have two cars or all four cars get to the chase with two of those guys racing into Daytona. But look... Matt Benedetto is really good. He's got two or three quasi-teammates over there at Penske. He's driving for the Wood Brothers that are really, really good uh, on the super speedway. So um, it's it's a hard hill to climb for Hendrick to get two cars additionally into the playoffs, and they have. One, I think, is definitely doable. But, look, let's not forget someone outside the top 16 could win, and then, boom, you got uh, Jimmy's out and Byron's out. So, Daytona is a wild card race. Anything can happen. Uh, I'm not going to miss this one. Yeah, there are two times uh, on occasions that I wanted to be a fly on the wall, and it was a debrief between William Byron and Chuck Nouse after that Saturday show. Uh, and I also want to be a fly on the wall for the Chevy meeting going into Daytona because you know the teammates are going to have to work together, but also manufacturers. So let's let's kind of focus on that right now for Daytona and how much of a wild card that presents because really anybody can win at these super speedways. Yeah, and we always say this, but there's always the people that we expect to be up front who are up front. Yes, there are guys like Matt Benedetto that may not have won on a super speedway, but we know that they're really strong on a super speedway. Or Ricky Stenhouse Jr., who's not as consistent as a Denny Hamlin on a super speedway, but he runs really good on a super speedway. So that's the type of wild card action I think you're going to get. I think Justin Haley last year in the summer at Daytona, you know, winning – uh, because they played the strategy perfect, they caught a little bit of rain, a little bit of lightning. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen this time. If if, if we're going to get a wild card winner, it's going to be someone we expect to be a wild card, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and just going based off his history at Super Speedways, Martin Trix Jr., I don't know if the uh, second place or the third place finish will be, uh, will be chalked up at Daytona. He's got to do something to get him a win there. That's the only type of track he hasn't won at is a, is a super speedway. So it's bound to happen at some point. Yeah, we'll see. All right, well, we're going for the regular season finale at Daytona. Who are you picking? I'm picking Ricky Stenhouse Jr. I think he's going to let everything hang out down there. It's either it's going to be checkers or wreckers for the 47. That's how he races down there. He's super aggressive. Um, my eyes will be on the 47 to see what he can do with these guys. I am shocked your hair did not form into a mullet as you were making the move. It's uh, slowly growing into one. All right, well, I'm going to go into the Team Penske camp. He's gotten a win at Daytona, just not in the 500 like he wants, but uh, he's really good there when it comes to later months. He's really good at super speedways. I'm going with the two of Brad Kosowski. Not a bad one. Well, it is going to be an epic Saturday night showdown. We're racing from Daytona International Speedway. It's going to be a good one. Saturday night at 730 on NBC. You don't want to miss it. Let's see who gets into the NASCAR playoffs. Yeah, it is. Just like I said, the the regular season ended.
Nothing. Not at the end yet. Ski, what are you yelling? No. Fun. Hmm, what will happen? I mean, what else would you want? Sorry about the long taking time. It's just hard to look for. Or something. Here's a debate. Is Dale Earnhardt a seven-time champion without Richard Childress? Maybe. He's still in Richard Childress, too, but is it is it? joined by Bob Hawkers from Fox Sports and Jonathan Merriman. Guys, this is going to be a really fun one to debate, not just because there's a ton of number threes behind uh, Merriman's head over there on the wall, but also because this is just something that fans love to talk about. We know that Dale Earnhardt is synonymous with this sport. Uh, you can't even do anything about NASCAR without holding up that three. So, Bob, let's start with you. If Dale Earnhardt would have never returned to RCR, how many championships would Dale have and how many championships would RCR have? Dale would have had at least four. Uh, look, he won one before he got to RCR. I think he would have won more. I think RCR would have had at least one or two. Um, they had Ricky Rudd, right? And when you look at one of the years when when Dale won one of his titles, who was second to Dale? It was it was Ricky Rudd driving a Hendrick car. So I think Ricky Rudd could have certainly had at least some success at RCR if they had made that change. Yeah, absolutely. Uh think that, that Dale certainly would have won uh, championships. Now, did Dale make Richard that much better, or did Richard make Dale that much better? I think that, that comes into question there. Um, I definitely think the potential would have been there for RCR to win championships, and I think they, they could have certainly won at least one or two with a guy like Ricky Rudd behind the wheel. And look, just because I got all this three stuff behind me doesn't mean I'm not a big fan of the rooster. Ricky Rudd was an absolute legend. He didn't take anything from anybody. Personality-wise, you know, him and Dale were, were similar. You know, if you roughed him up on the track, he was going to rough you back up on the track. So um, it, it is weird to think that, you know, what if all the three gear, what if that was Ricky Rudd instead of, instead of Big E back there uh, behind that, that Coke bottle? Playoffs. As we continue through another good episode, already 10 minutes. That's fine. Let's keep going. India's a little... What else could we look at? So hard. Here's a little bit of a watch. Last chance to make this a playoffs in regular season finale. Clint Boyer above by 57. DeBando up by 9. Byron above of my four, Jimmy Johnson below by four, Eric Jones below by 50, Tyler Reddick below by 69, Christopher Bell below by 176, Chris Esposher below by 183, Bubba Wallace is under by 194, Ricky Stanis Jr. below by 206, Michael McDowell below by 206, Ryan Newman below by 245, John Ramachek below by 259, Ty Dillon, low by 263. Matt Kenseth, low by 269. Cole Joy, 323. E e e under. 
Brian Priest below by 340. That's a big, big one. And there could be an underdog playoff driver. I, I'm going to, I think, Matt Kenza if could do a screw. Ooh, but still maybe leave the spot for Johnson or Byron to come in. I mean, Domingo Oh, may try. I think Newman may. They need a good run. Eric Jones is, is one, and I think that right now needs a really good run. I think if Bubba Wallace wants to be on. All those drivers that are under cut line need to have good run. And most importantly, the win of drivers under the cut line. Playing from 17th down. They better get some much-needed points. I think Matt Kent has a good shot, even though he's like 28th in points. He's a good race car driver. Shootout and three champion. I think he could win. Me, I think he has a good chance of making it to the playoffs, even from his position. Anyway, if we are at the end of our time, see you tomorrow for another great episode of the